what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast, everybody. We're going to talk about something that is subtle, but God works in the subtleties of life, right? And it's so, so important to hear this. This is actually something that came up, it's come up a couple of times, actually, with different coaching clients that I've worked with, and it's had profound it's really created a ripple of profound shifts and, and transformation, whether that's with themselves or with their life or how they approach different things. And so I wanted to release that here as well. So to give you a little backstory or some context here, essentially, I was learning about attachment styles and really offering some different perspective about that with folks. And if that's new to you, Basically, with attachment styles, there's four different types, and this was actually developed by a psychologist named Mary Ainsworth and a psychiatrist, John Bowlby, in the 1950s. Okay, so it really is a theory of how people attach or relate with one another, specifically in relationships. And a lot of times the attachment style that that leads in a person's life is shaped and developed in early childhood in response to relationships with the earliest caregivers that that child had. And then essentially our adult attachment style is really thought to mirror the dynamics we had with our caregivers as infants and children. And so without self-awareness, you might not be able to see that subconsciously you're playing out dynamics that were present when you were younger rather than consciously, intentionally developing new relationship patterns and behaviors so that it can really be healthy and thrive because how you relate as a child, right, might not work for you as an adult in relationship. So there's four different styles. One is avoidance. Another is fearful avoidance. Another is secure. And then the last one is anxious. And so each style really impacts someone's ability to form a secure and healthy attachment with somebody else. So just keep that in mind. If you want to do more study on that, it's just attachment styles. But I wanted to give you some context about that from really where they where they came from and why that's relevant here. Okay, so also now want to just define what attachment is. And I know I, this may be basic for some, but it's so, so powerful. We do so much without thinking about it that it's so important to actually pause and think about how we show up, particularly 
in the field of coaching, there is so much courage and bravery just to evaluate what you're thinking about (laughs) and call yourself on your thoughts and your feelings and really just look at that deeply every day and then be able to guide somebody through a process as well because the main job of a coach too is to believe in poor belief into a client. So it's really important that you're doing that to yourself and really embracing self-coaching. So sometimes you got to go back and evaluate basic, basic things to really dive deep. So the definition of attachment is an affection, fondness, or sympathy for someone or something. It's also the action of attaching something (laughs) or an affectionate relationship between two people. Dun, dun, dun. And then some synonyms for it that might be helpful here too. Another way to say it is a feeling of love or strong connection to someone or something. A feeling of love, okay? A feeling. Keep that in mind. All right, now, if you have an attachment to someone or something, you are fond of them or loyal to them, okay? And a synonym for it could be love, liking, regard, affection, friendship, fondness, devotedness, okay? So when you think about attachments in your life, what things are you attached to, okay? Because a feeling, a lot of us can live out of our feelings. We can make feelings truth in our life. And an attachment is a feeling that binds one to a person, thing, cause, ideal, or the like, okay? And so again, these can be really healthy or they can become very unhealthy because in a sense, they can almost become an idol, right? And anything that we put before God or that we raise higher than God can become an idol, okay? And then when that happens, there can be dysfunction and and a lot of disorder that can start to happen And this happens subtly, right? It happens one day at a time, one moment at a time, one step at a time. So if we're not paying attention, this can build momentum really, really quick. So just wanted to highlight that's attachment, okay? Now I'm comparing it, if you read the title, (laughs) with commitment. And I'll explain why here in a second. But commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity It's an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action and, let's see, an agreement or pledge to do something in the future or a commitment to improve conditions. Let me see. And then there's a biblical definition. I promise a promise to myself to change and challenge myself and a promise from God. That's actually word for word from Psalm 37, five to six, commit everything that you do to the Lord. Okay. And really commitment involves folks having a good self-concept, really being clear, firmly rooted and grounded in identity, having a strong self-esteem and a balance between what they want with what they're capable of. There's a balance there. So if you're more committed to yourself, you'll be more concerned about the environment in the world. So the more self-aware you are, the more sensitive to other people you become as well, right? I I like to say when somebody's doing the work, it's on a whole nother level than somebody that's not. 
I actually shared a post the other day that led to to some dialogue and it was essentially that it's it's not wise, right? It's it's similar to being unequally yoked to have relationship and this is particularly partnership with somebody who is detached and disconnected, right? So when that happens, this person is out of touch, right? They, they might not be able to be connected to their thought life or their emotions or what's going on in their heart or the words that are coming out of their mouth and the behaviors, right? If you're not self-aware and really clear and intentional about your own life, it makes it dangerous to connect with somebody else because a lot of times then we expect a lot from somebody else. We, we project, we put a lot on other people. And so it's not fair to expect that deep level of work and awareness from somebody who's not doing the work. And it's going to frustrate the person who's constantly doing the work, right? It takes two in relationship to be doing this deep work. Now, that's not to say that somebody might be progressing quickly and learning a lot. If somebody is growing and committed to growth and committed to the relationship, that is different. But if somebody's doing the work and somebody is completely blind to it and unwilling to do the work, that is a totally different relationship entirely. So hopefully, I, I hope that brings some, some different context here, okay? Now, in the word, it says, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. If a man vows a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. And I just want to give a couple more scripture about commitment here just so that you can hear it, okay? There's a different sort of weightiness here. We heard this one, Psalm 37, 5, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. This makes me think of, too, that you really want to let prayer do the heavy lifting every day. You know, that's a good self-check. Am I doing the heavy lifting or is prayer doing the heavy lifting? Oh, so good. All right. Proverbs 16, 3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. 2 Timothy 2.15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Dun, dun, dun. Galatians 6.9, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Deuteronomy 6, 5, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. So for example, you can't do that unless you're committed. With me? I'm just going to give you one more. Dun, dun, dun. Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. He has said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and he will not fulfill it? Okay, so what I want to hold up here, just as a, a thought, a perspective, a new way of thinking and believing to try on, okay, because sometimes there are worldly theories and things, right, that we can 
base our life on. It can be the foundation or the understanding that we stand on, right? The truth that we stand under. That can come from the world and that can come from God. So I really had a powerful download come to me when I was working with one of my clients that was struggling with attachment. And of course, then that's how we got into an attachment style conversation. But I challenged and really offered this client this perspective that I'm going to give to you right now. What if (laughs) you didn't have any attachment issues? You're fine in that department, actually. But what's really happening here is a commitment issue, right? Because when we're committed, it's a yes or no. We're either committed or we're not, okay? And if we know that up front, that will change our decision making. So for example, if integrity is everything, right? If that is a, a just a moral, a principle, a, a value that I, I let lead and guide my life, it's how I establish decision making and everything in my life, then I'm going to really evaluate any decision. If I can't commit to it, it's a no. It's a no. Right. And so I would say that this is a very important thing to consider when you're considering marriage, when you're considering business decisions, when you're considering big life change decisions. Of course, it has its consequences in everything. Right. But particularly when it comes to long term commitments, that is why it's so, so important to not rush into things and to actually do your own inner work because this has repercussions. Right. There was another meme that I've seen recently that, you know, if if you aren't healed, if you haven't recovered from trauma, if you haven't done this inner work, then don't have kids, right? Or think about that before having kids so that they don't have to recover from your issues, right? So I know this to be true from my personal experience as well. It Ideally, right, when you think about life and family, You want to set up children, for example, on a firm foundation so that they can build on that, right? But sometimes when that doesn't happen and when generational curses and dysfunction and different unhealthy patterning gets passed down, then kids are not only trying to figure out their way to heal from that, but how to establish a new foundation and then build on that. So it can feel like starting behind. So this is serious. That's why I really wanna highlight the difference between commitment and attachment for you. So for example, and I've noticed this in my own life, right? When I have an out, (laughs) it's safe to attach. Are you with me? So like, for example, when we attach, typically what happens is I would attach, but If I notice anything goes awry or something funky comes up, then I'm out, right? Like, so the the world might say something like this. Your issues are showing, I'm out, right? Like, I'm not going to stay because that's just too much for me to handle. You need to go do your work, right? The world is very unforgiving in that way, right? But if you are committed to God, to yourself and your own process, and then to a partner, let's say, different because you can still see issues or weaknesses or mistakes or things come up that feel uncomfortable. They might trigger you. They might challenge you. They might offend you. Different things might happen, but that doesn't change your commitment. Are you with me? When it's an attachment, we can just be like, oh yeah, I was attached to that, but my block ministry is strong or I can peace out real quick, right? Like watch how fast I walk away and just go do my own thing. However, 
particularly when it comes to relationship, the purpose is to grow and increase in our Christ likeness. We want to grow in the image of Christ, right? And the partner helps you do that as iron sharpens iron, right? We grow in our capacity to bear the fruit of the spirit, to really present, represent Christ to the world, right? By, by really allowing his glory to be revealed in and through us, right? The world is waiting for the revealing of the sons of God, right? How are we going to do that unless we let God have a work in us, do his work in us, have his way with us? And that is not going to happen without commitment. I was reading in quiet time the other day. Sometimes we just need to pray to be willing. God, help me to be willing to do the work that you require. Help me to be willing (laughs) to face this day with integrity and excellence. Help me to be willing to to serve there or help me to be willing, right? Help me to have the energy and the capacity to whatever it is for you, right? But a lot of times we make it about somebody else or about something outside of ourselves, okay? So I just want to challenge you with this thought today. Are you attaching to things in an unhealthy way or are you actually committed? And get clear on this. Are you committed to God? with all your mind, with all your heart, with all your soul. When I look at that scripture, to me, that's a lifetime, right? Because <laughs> if I'm honest, am I always like praising God the minute my eyes open, right? And, and praising him for my first blessing of the day? Or am I spending quality time with God and really developing and growing my fellowship and my intimacy in that personal relationship, right? Am I really giving my mind to God or am I letting my mind wander and drift, right? Am I feeding myself, you know, with content, whether it's through my eye gates, my ear gates, whatever it might be, am I exposing myself to things that are not helpful to my spiritual journey, right? Or so that your mind, your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions, what am I using my will to do? Am I using my will to run my own agenda and hoping God blesses it? Or am I scheduling my life around God and prioritizing God first and letting him guide and establish my steps? Subtle, but different when you actually look at something like that. So mind, will, emotions, right? Am I letting feelings (laughs) direct my life? Because I feel some kind of way right? Is that truth or is God true, right? Let God be true and man be a liar, okay? So like we really need to take a look at what we're attaching to. Am I attaching to a feeling? Am I attaching to a heartbreak? Am I attaching to a memory? Am I attaching to a failure, right? That's preventing God from doing the new thing in my life? Am I attaching to a lie, right? Am I attaching to a certain lifestyle? It's really important to take a look at this because we can attach to things, right? And we can, those can, those attachments, we can literally build our lives around those and we can pattern our lives around those and we can make habits and expectations around that, right? But when we're committed, we show up differently, right? Like it, it really demonstrates your level of heart, and integrity and energy, right? Like, are you willing to fail at this thing? Are you willing to become the best in your industry? Are you willing 
to see this relationship all the way through? Are you willing to go through the process of healing? Are you willing to become the person that that God has revealed to you, right? The person that God had in mind when he created you. Are you willing and committed to become, to be and become that person every day? Are you willing to grow through what you go through? Or are you going to run from the hard things because you might be attached to an unhealthy habit or pattern or substance or or a, a crutch of some kind, right? Think about these things. When we are committed, there's no question when something shows up that's uncomfortable. Okay, all right, so, so now what? <laughs> right, this doesn't mean like I'm gonna bail out or I'm gonna, you know, throw up ultimatums. I'm committed, so what does this mean? Where do I need to adjust? What do I, what prayer and intercession am I going to start investing in? What is, what is this revealing to me? God, what is your opinion about this? Right? Let prayer do the heavy lifting. So I just want to encourage you with that today. Are you attached or just, right? Are you committed or just attached? What would happen if you would actually commit fully to the things in your life? Whether I would say the first two should be God and yourself right? Because there's no way you can love others if you're not connected to the creator of love and really receiving God's love into your heart and being transformed by the renewing of your mind. That changes how you show up and relate and love other people, right? Everything else is often conditional, right? Or just what we think love looks like, okay? This requires a ton of courage. It requires a ton of bravery, right? And a lot of transparency, But when you get this, then you're very different about letting your yes be yes and your no be no, about what you actually commit to and what you say no to, about what you tolerate in your life and what you don't, about what you expose yourself or give yourself over to or what you agree with, right? When you know the weight of your agreement and what you partner with, you will partner with things differently and you will partner with people differently, right? If you were in this for the long haul, how would that change, right? A lot of times we think like, oh, it's only going to be like three months or like, oh, like, you know, if I can bail out, as long as I have a bailout plan, it's fine, right? But that is usually rooted in fear. If you actually sniff it out and investigate it, that is not a faith move, right? So, for example, if you go to even just marriage as a as an example, right? The the commitment is to die to yourself daily, right? Die to your ego, die to the flesh because that stuff is still going to come up. So it's it's do not be naive, right? That's going to come up, but you die to that and so that you let your Christ self, you let the spirit guide you and and being led by the spirit to really produce the fruit of the spirit and become more Christ-like, right? Love often is not enough. Maybe you've heard that, but it is a decision, right? I don't always feel all the feels. So if feelings are my truth, I'm in trouble. Or my mind can think up some interesting things, right? Just look at your own mind. My mind can think up some interesting things. And if I think those things long enough, they become a stronghold. And that then becomes the lens in which I see other people in the world, which could very much limit me if I'm not careful, right? Or if I only do things that I want to do and I only use my will for my way and for my agenda, I'm going to get into big trouble, right? Because 
often my ways don't match with God's ways. And am I going to know the difference if I'm only listening to myself? I would say the answer to that is no. Okay. So I just encourage you today to think about this. You can definitely look more into attachment styles if you're led to do that. If, if that's something that you're like, oh, like I do want to learn more about that. You absolutely can do that. But the question for today and the challenge for today is to just look at what you're attached to and are they healthy attachments, right? Is, is that attachment something that is secure and healthy and good for you? Or is it not, right? Because usually when it's not a healthy attachment, then it's probably the hardest thing to disconnect from, but it's what's necessary. And a lot of times when we're praying for change, God's waiting on us to disconnect from something or to cut something off or to to move on from something, okay? Now, when you're committed to something, how do you show up differently when you're committed? There's a different level of just determination and focus and conviction and faith when you're committed, right? If you didn't have an out, like the world likes to operate under, if I have an out, I'm good, right? Like, we'll just see how it goes until it's not going anymore and I'm out, right? So if you didn't have an out, (laughs) how would you show up differently, right? And think about how God loves us. When he sees our weakness, when he sees our flaws, he doesn't turn his love off towards us. He's committed to loving us. That doesn't change. His affection towards us doesn't change, does yours. So I just want to encourage you with those thoughts on today to really think through that. And also, really with big questions. So for example, I mentioned about having kids, right? This was was something that I was speaking with somebody today about it, actually, and I was sharing that I was so grateful for my younger sister in my life because there was a seven and a half year difference. And so it was basically, you know, having (laughs) a baby in your home that you're taking care of at a very early age teaches you a lot about what's required to to have a child. Right. And so I was just like, oof, right. Like that is definitely not something that you that you really rush into. And then I also shared too, I don't know if this still happens, but in high school, folks had a class and I was like, I do not want to take this class. (laughs) I'm going to stay away from this class where you would have, it was like a fake baby, but it was a simulated baby. So you'd have to carry this around with you all of the time and it would make sound effects and like all sorts of different crazy things. And so if, you know, a kid wanted to go out with their friends, great, you can, but take your baby with you. So it was teaching them, like, are you ready for this? Because, you know, around that time, different relationships can start happening. And then you know what happens from there. So really exposing them to the consequences and are you ready for this? And so the same thought, too, um, you know, like when when folks get married, it's not like you necessarily have to go through a process. There's no process to really qualify. Are you actually ready for this? You might think you're ready, but are you? You might be willing to do this, but are you ready, right? And even with a driver's license, right? We have to actually go through a process to get a license to operate a motor vehicle, right? We don't really go through a process unless you're doing that through self-initiation, right? Or if you just like have self-initiative to do that, we don't, it's not a requirement to go through a process to actually get married, which to me is even more dangerous than operating motor vehicle because you have somebody's heart in your hands, literally, right? So if you haven't done your own work to really understand where are you mentally? How is your mental health? How is your heart health, 
right? What's going on in your heart? What do you have stored up there, right? How is your emotional health? How do you process emotions, right? How is how is your behavior and your self-control and your self-mastery and your discipline, how is all that playing out, right? If you haven't even looked at that, that's interesting because you then might expect a lot from a partner. So all that to say, think about these big decisions in life, okay? These require commitments to really work. They require consistent showing up, consistent dying to ourselves, a willingness to grow, right, and to evolve. And so usually when we're attached, that doesn't happen. (laughs) We can like something, but that doesn't mean we're going to be loyal and committed to it. Okay, it might feel good. We might have a great feeling about it. But if that feeling changes, then what? right? So commitment is the feeling and the thoughts can change. And sometimes that's even seasonal, but that doesn't mean that the commitment stops. Are you with me? Which actually demonstrates love. Like you can go through something really rough, but I'm willing to grow through that with you without walking away because it makes me uncomfortable, right? I'm willing to be a support in this process and, and to learn and to grow myself in order to be that person, right? It just depends on what you're led to do. But I hope that this is giving you some context. I know even for me personally, when I think about this comes up a lot in coaching and this came up a lot in my own life when it came to career, right? When there's, you know, I guess many areas where career could also be relationship too. But when you're going through a lot of hard things, a lot of disappointing things, a lot of stretching things, that question of like, oh man, like, is this it? Am I going to just walk away? Or am I going to be committed? Am I going to be dedicated? Why did I commit to this? Am I still committed? Or was I just attached? Maybe I was attached to the idea. Maybe I was attached to the image. Maybe I was attached to what I thought it was going to be, right? But now that it looks like this, am I committed to seeing it all the way through? So for folks, even when I'm coaching, right? If they want to launch a new business or if they want to start a new venture, are they committed to becoming the person that that can actually do that, right? So it really has them think at the front end of making a commitment, is that actually what they want? Get super clear at the beginning so that at least you can say that you were committed all the way through, that you didn't move out of fear majority of the time or you didn't half uh, show up, you know, you didn't give it a half effort a majority of the time. So just think about that. When we're attached, a lot of times we don't show up fully and we're motivated by fear. Okay, when we're committed, we tap into faith and we're empowered to to grow and to evolve and transform and to shift and become higher versions of ourselves and what God had in mind. So I just want to encourage you with that today. Are you committed or attached? And how does that change your perspective and how you show up? It's subtle, but check it out. I know when I'm committed, doesn't matter when I think negative thoughts, I'm still going to come around. doesn't matter what I feel. I'm going to work through that feeling. I'm going to give myself permission to feel, but I'm not going to hang out there too long, right? I'm going to process things. I'm going to challenge myself differently because I'm committed. Because I meant what I said when I gave my word. My word means something. When I'm attached, that might, you know, like it, it could be like a hobby. I was really attached to that hobby for a season, but I don't do it anymore, <laughs> right? Like in my own life, I was attached to the sport of gymnastics, right? I was attached to it. I loved it. It was like an obsession in the season that I was doing it. But now, unless it's the Olympics, right? I'm not I'm not attached, right? I'm not just going out and flipping whenever I feel like it anymore, right? Or maybe there was a certain food, like I was attached to always eating 
you know, a certain food all the time, then I eventually was not anymore. Maybe I learned about what was in that food and it no longer was appealing to me, right? So just think about that. We tend to let attachments go easily or just break from them easily. When we're committed, it's a different process. All right, so I'm gonna leave you with that today. I hope this message blessed you. If you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can also submit some questions. I'm happy to answer some of those on air here. You can do that at info.julianapage at gmail.com. I usually put that in the notes here as well. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed. Thank you.